0: back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media
1: at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're talking about minute number 81
0: of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is going to start with Victor and Dr. Mother Stone continuing to talk about Dr. Father Stone. Uh and then this minute's gonna end with Silas promising Victor that he won't let him die. So this is a a pretty serious minute, you know? Uh no superhero moments, no envisioned scenes of something grand like a football game or music video like we saw with Lois Lane and Barry Allen Arthur Curry. Um it doesn't it doesn't condense it into a kind of single you know, thing yeah like a like a encapsulated
1: moment one heroic moment yeah I
0: exactly this is purely a, a moment of drama and it's a perfect example of you know what makes this movie so great um it demands that we spend time with the character that is victor stone not cyborg um and it's suspended from you know the priority of seeing superheroes doing quintessential superhero feats or um most of the time they do superhero origins with the hero already in costume, like, you know, Wonder Woman or Captain America, like we put them in costume and they go through their origin as the character, as they become the superhero in, in, uh, with greatness thrust upon
1: them. What is Wonder Woman's? No Man's Land? Well, yeah, but the whole movie is her like being... Is there a singular moment though? I'm trying to think of something here. I'm, I guess I'm, what I'm saying is the call to action. Okay.
0: Happens with them getting the sword, basically, getting the the armaments. I get
1: that. So, check this out. In all of those moments, in every other hero that we see, I guess, maybe not Shazam, but I don't remember, but pretty much all of those other ones, the ones that are in the league here, other than Cyborg, they all have like their, like, quote, origin, like Mm -hmm. that one instance that would be like, here, this is their origin. Um, behind like those big orchestral moments you said mu- uh, music video type deal because you know lois had the 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 song and and everything aquaman yeah. had his his song and stuff um but thinking back to like those characters like the prom- like the, the main the main characters uh just like their respected movies and mm-hmm. their origins how they're shown over like these big orchestral moments cyborg isn't C- cyborgs isn't that's a hard sentence to say <laughs> Um, but check it. So like Man of Steel, you get Clark uh or Cal in the ship landing on Earth. Mm-hmm. Orchestra music playing. But then big uh fish a boat. Um next movie, Dawn of Justice, you get uh the Waynes in the alley, bang bang. Uh big orchestraic moment. Yeah. Um Wonder Woman, I was saying I guess no man's land would be that. Unless there was something on the mascara, but that no. Well, see the thing with um, the th-
0: the thing with Wonder Woman is that because it is such a origin in, through her perspective, it's not kind of like Man of Steel does it, where we start with Jor El for twenty minutes and then crawl through Man of Steel with with Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. With Wonder Woman, it's like her call to action happens right there on the beach scene. She's already being trained as an Amazon. And then it's like, your call to action is to leave the island and go seek out Ares. Where Cyborg's is, you know, this minute that we're dealing with here does not involve Cyborg being the go-to. Like, this is not your call to action. This is your tragic moment. It's a little bit like the, you know, Shazam's a great example because... You know, what happened to Billy Batson and his mother created, you know, his point of view. His call to action comes later with Shazam being the the power, but that does not affect his past. You know what I mean? They're separated. And it's a great thing, you know, if if we think of Batman, of course, that's a great example. Well, no, because Batman's born that night, technically, you know, the idea of who Batman is.
1: Bruce Wayne dies yeah. that night mm-hmm so took a, took a bullet caught a bullet right between his teeth huh and di- and, and didn't uh clench his jaw but what's what? the phrase uh i'm not sure I'm not that's sure. a phrase right bullet but you caught it you catch it hey why don't you go catch a bullet uh between your teeth uh but forget to bite down huh <laughs> that's rough uh people can do that apparently
0: don't they do shows like that doesn't uh david blaine do something like that David Anyways. Blaine,
1: David Blaine, Cheese It. Do you remember that video? <laughs> no. Cheese it Cheese It was no a David Blaine parody thing. Oh my God, that's like old. It YouTube. sounds, oh. it sounds familiar, Holy but crap. I can't picture. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, it's so old. But I, I
0: just, yeah, I, I think what happens in this minute is just, you know, just completely suspended of all that. It's no, it's not a superhero m- movie right now. It's not anything else comic book related. This is well, Cyborg's origin. Yeah, but out of context, isolated.
1: Oh what yeah. What happens um, here is this is a heavy moment.
0: Yeah, and y- like you could see this in a vacuum, and just like how the football scene could have been its own movie, mm-hmm. this could feel like its own movie. Yeah. You could have like crash. This story. You get a it. Crash, and a, you know this kid on crashed. on life support and his father. I mean, this can be its own movie and not be a superhero movie. And it would have, it has that same weight to it. It just feels like a powerful moment in a movie. And it's really carried by Ray Fisher and Joe Morton. Like, cause these are the characters through their perspectives of how they see this, this incident. Um, the first 30 seconds and the second 30 seconds that we see in this minute, uh, Ray Fisher, Joe Morton having just really earnest performances and it, none of it feels over the top or campy or comic booky. Like it just feels like they're giving an absolute earnest performance, especially like Ray Fisher, as he talks to, um, his mother, Eleanor. And, like, has these, like, nonverbal, where he can be kind of smiling and sad and then crying. And then, like, he goes through all of these twists and turns with his emotions as he kind of talks to his mother about his father. And nothing is too static. He's not feeling one simple emotion throughout it all and just rolling yeah. with it.
1: He's going through so much. Um mm-hmm. And um, it feels great speaking of this moment here uh, particularly I need to point out and this needs to be like shouted at the top of a mountain Ray Fisher has an amazing voice like very this dude needs to uh, narrate things like very soothing there's moments where I uh, remember in this film where he like is soft spoken Mm-hmm. And like it's one of those things where it's like I can hear this image, um, but like his voice was so stand out to me. Yeah. Um, things that I remember most in from this movie, and even in from the the 2017 version, was um, him shouting the word Superman or the name Superman at the end when they need to in 2017 split the boxes apart yeah and you know in this one too um but like there was a lot of um like audio cues that i remember uh hearing and and being like oh yeah that's that i know that i know that and like thinking about it that one was one of them um cyborg says says barry's name at one point and it's like oh (laughs) i didn't think i needed to hear somebody say that barry name uh quite like that yeah and it's like, oh, oh, yeah, can I is there like a name generator? Can I just like, can we do a cameo for Ray Fisher just to be like, "Can you say my name?":
0: There's a lot of lines from, from Ray that he says in this movie that just kind of stick with you because he has that really nice like tambor in his voice, and it just sound. it's what it is. It's yeah.
1: insane. It's so soothing. It's like, oh I can picture
0: gosh. anything. Like it's that, it's that meme of like you can hear someone's voice in your head just by looking at the photograph. Or, like, you could read something in their voice. And, like, you could show me a still of any moment from Ray Fisher as Cyborg in this movie. And I would, like, hear the quote in my head. And especially, like, he has a narrating scene where he talks about his birth as Cyborg. This is obviously the death of Victor Stone. The birth of Cyborg comes later when he kind of explains the mother box in Mm -hmm. part four, Change Machines. Oh, and when he says that word. Yeah.
1: I hear it. It's, oh, it's a change machine. It's like, oh, yeah, it's I'm so good. in it. This is this is the guy. Where he's like, this is the guy alive, that they got,
0: but turned into, into, but turned into this. It's like, ooh, I can, I can hear it. It's so good. Um, the, you know, this, this minute, the way that we have it cut, and the way that the, we, we ran it through a, a program that cuts it perfectly for us. This minute here, these 60 seconds, what's really cool about it is there's this quote by Eleanor where she says, after everything I've seen that you can do today, I can't wait to see what you can be tomorrow. And it cuts right there where, you know, the accident happens. Um, The first 30 seconds are in the quote unquote today. And then the second half of this minute is in the tomorrow. So it's a perfect right in the middle. This accident happens, and then the void in between where he is dead, quote unquote, seven seconds long. Is there a noise happening, or is it just silence? No, it's just empty. It's just black. Um, and it's just it's just really powerful the way that that happens, where it can just be that quote right in the middle of this
1: minute, and uh, and not like a um. I remember thinking back, like, there's not, like, you don't hear, like, scream, you don't hear Victor, like, scream, like, mom, or, like, any, like, echo, or any, like, weird foley. Yeah, no, ADR. Yeah, any nothing along those lines, and it is just, like, I think that plays to just, like, how abrupt it is. Yeah. I know when I was watching it with my mother, she jumped and audibly, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. did a, did a, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> One of those
0: I think the the void itself is 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 a, is a very special moment it it is completely black on the screen it lasts for you know seven seconds, which is pretty long and there's there's no, that number yeah there it is seven seconds of of just blank on the screen it's very it's a very impactful moment to include in your movie, and you know it just kind of symbolizes what's finite you know like that death can happen in any moment and it just cuts off right there and then it cuts back in under a new perspective of Silas Stone um and the mad scientist it could be hard to swallow to to think about it like that you know here here they are telling you know Eleanor's telling Victor like your dad does care about you and he's kind of like but he's never here he, you know he he never makes the time to to show it and that can be that can be a huge struggle you know especially for the two characters silas and victor and if you take this personally it's like silas could care a lot you know and
1: there's yeah, a, no shit it's his kid
0: yes but it's <laughs> The difference is caring, but not expressing it. It's not being received by the other person. Um, Where's the value? The person doesn't see value that you care for them because you may care, but you are not whatever you're projecting
1: towards your son that you care for that person or whoever. Which is what strapping him to a lab table and trying to keep him alive as a that's, quarter of a human being i don't know about that that's a different conversation. this is where this now this is this is the argument not argument but this is this discussion that is supposed to happen when talking about silas stone and in this moment perfectly like you were saying it flips the perspective we're not in the perspective of a hero here this is silas stone mad scientist i'm going to turn my kid into frankenstein's monster
0: for what Tech reason? are
1: frankenstein monster because you care because you regret because you can't, because you can stand the thought of something being out of your control. So it's not about love; it's about control. Well, that's the question when we're talking about Silas Stone. And
0: see, that's the problem that Victor has, and the problems other people have. You know, outside of this movie and people who relate to this, it's like, show me you care. Just show it to me. I need. And to, you could say, in you my care, opinion,
1: sh- oh yeah, I'm. I'm sh- Putting putting the mother box on your on your half dead kid is not a, a, a sign of caring. I, I I don't think it is either. He says right. I won't let you die. Okay,
0: is that is okay. that a choice for you to That's make? Selfish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's con- You know, there's consequences in the actions that you take. Monkey's paw, baby. Yeah, there's consequences of you not being there. There's consequences of you t- doing this to your kid who's on life support. And yes. You may regret it. You may regret the accident. You may regret not being there. I don't know if... You made the choice, Silas Stone. You know, make your own future. Make your own past. past. Is that something you should be doing? Uh, I don't know who I'm talking to at this point, but it all seems (laughs) Um, to blend together. How many minutes are in uh, in this movie? How many minutes? Yeah. Two hundred and fifty. Is that true? Two hundred and fifty, right? Because that would be two four. Yeah, because that would be I four don't... hours and ten minutes so two fifty. I think that's correct. OK. I'm pretty I was sure.
1: curious as to what two fifty divided by seven would be. I didn't know if there was going to be like some weird Pandora's box type thing <laughs> that we would open up by just like repeating sevens in these things yeah um close we just watched Godzilla Singularity so like code is all in my head so you know we're just trying to crack the
0: it would be a puzzle. lot like Dawn of Justice is a palindrome which I see it every time I watch that movie the death you see the palindrome I see it every time I watch the movie the death of the Waynes and like the death of Clark and then him rising and things falling in the beginning and You know, there's, there's something going on in the structure of that film, especially the editing. Yeah. There's been. No, no, no. (laughs) I know. But I just, it's, it's something
1: I always see now. I can't not think about it. That film is a masterpiece. Like inside and out, honestly, it is like crafted. Yeah. It is, that's like the best sandwich you would have ever had in your life and you'll never have that sandwich again. It was crafted perfectly. It was for you. It was like this is the best sandwich. And you can try to repeat it. The only, only you know,
0: cri- like people's criticism for that movie, I would just say, okay, well, that's just not the sandwich you
1: ordered, which is fine, but it's still a good sandwich.
0: So what? You don't like it? Still yeah, right? a good sandwich.
1: Um. <laughs> so Look, yeah, I don't dole out the amount of mayonnaise that puts on it. It comes from like a caulk gun thing. Okay. Yeah. You can only don't you know, get mad.
0: The proportions are correct. You just um. That's not the sandwich you ordered. That's fine. Go make your own sandwich, and then come back. Um, <laughs> it's a perfect analogy. I'm way too hungry to be talking about sandwiches, but yeah. um,
1: you got the guy walking in with the big dagwood. It's got the fish bones and boot on it. You know what I mean?
0: I do know what you mean, I'm and I don't know why sandwich. anyone would ever order something like the dagwood. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's incredible incredible minute here. This is also. You know, right when that crash happens, you see Victor reaching out with his left arm. Obviously, this is Mm -hmm. one of those things that you do have to take note of because it is very obvious. Not in the fact of, like, this is the arm that he loses, but I think comes back later. He keeps using that arm uh, in the most traumatic kind of moments. And... I I saw this movie recently, like I was saying on the podcast. I just rewatched this movie recently uh, with my partner. And this shot here where they kind of show what's happened to Victor. Again, we're not thinking about this as a superhero movie. We're just thinking about this tragedy of just some kid. Mm-hmm. And this shot of what has become Cyborg is news to someone who might think, oh, a Cyborg was just created as a robot kid. It's like no, he had a very serious tragic accident that ruined his life. And this shot where Silas walks up to Victor on life support like this, like intubated and everything is so impactful. They were like a literal gasp to see what has happened to him. This is a he should be dead. It's it's a horrific sight to see of what ha- has happened to such a beautiful boy who has so much promise in his
1: life. I think it would be kind of cool watching um, this and, yeah, you know, before Dawn of Justice, uh, you know, in, in in somewhat of a relatively close time to maybe, the, maybe seeing Cyborg in that security footage or that journal footage from Lex's computer. Um, you know, you didn't really quite understand it. And it was like, well, what? And then there was a guy on a red table and then he started screaming and i don't know but then like you get this context where it was like human all too human type deal where it's like yes there was a story here there's a person There's a human being and then change machine and like that full circle and that full picture of like what kind of emotion that would that would kind of draw out after seeing like those two scenes like that close together that's probably incredible like understanding it all was like it's probably just like oh 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 my god that was the half-body guy from the last movie
0: yeah exactly and i think that's how some people simplified it's just that it's like oh this the cyborg guy he got turned into a cyborg and it's like no this is victor stone he got Mm -hmm. His whole life, he, Victor Stone. he died, like he is gone, like his whole world is gone, he's, it's, this is what's so great about this minute, it just completely detaches Cyborg from Victor Stone and just mm-hmm. keeps it as this, and you just soak this in, and just seeing this is heartbreaking. Like on a real world level, like outside the movie, like this happens to people. They don't let the person they love know how much they care about them until they're gone. And there's no mother box or mad scientist dad to bring them back. Nor should they. Nor should that be a thing. And the stuff like this really happens. And it's so. I I really empathize with this moment because you have heavy to let duck. people know.
1: Um, it's heavy, doc. Um, can I can I point out something real quick? To, yes, uh, go for cut it. Cut the tension with a knife or something. Um, How thick is it? I don't know. <laughs> Just ask. Uh, get one of those or, uh, or Meg or something. I don't know.
0: Get one uh, of those plastic huh? uh, Publix knives that they give you when you buy a cake, and it breaks immediately.
1: <laughs> Honestly, though really those things are so flimsy um so uh victor's in college yes right and after the football game it's just a little odd because we come from a college town Mm -hmm. so like noticing things like this is like aha um after the football game uh probably did a little bit of something or whatever but mrs stone was still hanging around enough to like uh, drive them both back home. So Victor lives at home going to Gotham University. Now, I understand living in the same city, okay, what do you need to, to, to go to a dorm room for, or what have you? But also, why isn't he staying on campus? Unless it's just like, hey, we're, I'm just going to pick you up after the game and we're just going to go, you know, do something. They might not be going home, you know? I could be wrong, but... uh coming from someone who uh, did live very close to their college and uh, did just go home after class or whatever function. Um, it's just like one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's normal to me. But other people, are they like thinking like, what the hell is his mom? To, like, why isn't he just like going back
0: to his and, dorm party or his frat like a, or something? Like a quarterback yeah, would?
1: Like, that's a yeah, good question. But also, he, he's super genius, uh, Victor Stone. And also, He I parties think in like, moderation, I'm sure.
0: I think the, the, the chemistry he has with his mother is exactly what makes him so great is that he is like done with the football game. He's like, I'm gonna go have you know time with my mom. Yeah, like hang out with my mom. I should be having dinner with my parents. Like let's go Dinner with my parents football game. What time football I game? don't know. See I said eleven? Di- yeah. <laughs> Fourth meal with my parents. Let's get Taco Bell and go home. Hey.
1: Are you wait in the line because yeah. everybody else is going to the Taco Bell. I and know. The like, game. Hey, I know we're the gonna,
0: game. We're having a cake party at the Fred House and you're like, nah. My mom said we get Taco Bell after work or after the Not football dude. game. So Crunch Wrap Supreme. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh-uh.
0: Taco 12 pack with the fam. That sounds, sounds pretty good, right? That sounds pretty good. That's four for me, four for you, four for dad if you showed up, but daddy wasn't there <laughs> and that's how the that's how the taco crumbles that's <laughs> uh yeah absolutely i think it's a that's that's a great thing to point out and also um, i don't think there's there's a there's anyone to really blame for this accident because the more i think about it the more i kind of take in the snow that's in play here mm-hmm. and you know i don't want to accuse anyone of, of bad driving here. Um, I think maybe this accident just was an accident. You know, these things happen. You can't blame the other driver or anything like that. Um, snow, driving through snow is, is, is very tricky.
1: And, you know. If I would guess. Yeah, it looks like this big truck. Just um, could not stop. Either did not stop in time or just did not stop at all at that intersection because you can see a car... Driving in the opposite direction of Eleanor and Victor, Mm -hmm. so they clear the intersection. But yeah, um, that truck looks like it comes barreling down. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm wrong, you do see like a grill right at the window. So like it's like a that's a semi truck. I right, it's a it's a big. There's a grill. Yeah, yeah. It's a big. it's, It's a big truck. This this right here that frame. Bingo, bango. Yeah. That's the frame. That's the cyborg frame. That's the
0: (laughs) That's the cyborg frame. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, so good. So well done. So well storyboarded, like especially being in just a car and like having the kind of what they call like the V shot where you have two cameras and one pointing at one character, one pointing at the other one and you can just switch back and forth between that it's It's really well done, and you can, yeah,
1: it's really handled, you know what I like with that in that same sort of mindset, or something that I find uh more annoying than not, is that if you uh v shots that are done with the uh windows open so it's like not inside the car, yeah, and God damn, that just gets me sometimes, man, It's just like that's your window's wide open i <laughs> doing it because the camera's got to go in there and I know it like I know why it's happening and I'm not supposed to pay attention to it but your window's wide open and your window's not supposed to be wide open right now yeah um but here closed windows yeah baby. it's snowing outside you can't have the windows down dude I have seen things where it's been like raining and there's been like the kit the you know camera's got to get in and it's like well it's not really raining here you know what I mean yeah movie magic baby
0: yeah. Close the windows. At least CGI windows back in.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, hey, that window's got a lot of weight to it, huh? <laughs> the window's doing a lot of work there. So that window, it's the it's, real stuff. Oh, that window that's pff, bad CGI window. That thing looks like sugar glass. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: uh that's what I got really good at 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 modeling fake glass so I could become uh, an animator for movies. This guy does the best
1: fake windows for movies. You should check it out. They'll never know his that entire that be- <laughs> His entire resume is just Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I think uh,
0: I think we've riffed enough on this. I don't know if I have anything left about this minute per se. Um, everything about this minute just really is it, de- it just really deserves our attention as far as what it means to lose someone and not have the 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 moments to to tell him it matters um yeah. before they're gone and then obviously say, go for it Nate oh no you ob- obviously what oh i was going to say obviously it's it's a, a huge dilemma for Silas Stone to just see his son like that and be like i won't let you die it's like
1: maybe he wants to okay. uh, so I wish there was, and maybe if I was smarter, I would know something, but I want to know if there is a particular theme or an audio cue for the monster, for F- Frankenstein's monster um, in the respected movies. Um, and don't don't send in putting on the Ritz, okay, guys? <gasps> don't. <laughs> don't do it. Um, no, but like in this thing where he's like leaning over the bed and he's like, I won't let you die. It's boom play the motif frankenstein's monster uh, in my head i imagined it's like the dracula organ
0: um but I,
1: frankenstein
0: i would have taken that as like the the next moment not this victor stone moment but the cyborg one the change machine one where he is tampering with the mother box and harnessing the power of it that's mad scientist stuff cuz doesn't he do a whole like switch there's like a switch flip. You know, classic Dr. Simon. Um uh, there's
1: so yeah, he's got like the two conductors yeah, on he's got the you box. Yeah. flipping the switch <laughs> and
0: it's alive. My son yeah. is alive. That's a whole Frankenstein
1: bit there. No, yeah. That I think that's it. When we get to it we'll have to analyze uh yeah. different different uh Frankenstein uh montages. Of, like, just turning on the equipment, (laughs) see (laughs) if it matches up. Yeah, well, that's a good one. I'll
0: have to check back with, um, because I just watched The Bride of Frankenstein again recently. Well, I say recently, but now it feels like it's been six months. Time really (laughs) flew by. We're in August now. Can you believe that? And Um, we, since we've been, since we started this, it's been six months. Are you serious? Yeah, we started this back in March. Oh boy, right? Time time flies when you're having fun, huh? Yeah, Wink. incredible. Anyways, so yeah, let's. There's got to be so many Frankenstein. It can't just be us projecting that, right? Like it, it has to be in in the cards. <laughs> it has to be there. We have to find it. We have to be like, no. Here is a clear reference to that. It's not just us projecting. Doctor Frankenstein, Doctor Stone. What does the German word Ste- "what does Stein mean" in in German? Um, um, uh, it, oh, maybe, uh maybe it is stone. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't speak know. German, but uh, anyone does speak German, um, uh, let me know because I I want to find I want to find the clues. I want to connect the dots here. Stein isn't Stein like a mug, like a glass? I don't know. But I'm you're not Stein? Hey. <laughs> don't we know a guy who's who studies German?
1: Um, kinda, I took two years of it in high school, but whew. yeah. So
0: if you know German and if you actually, how about we just get straight to the point. If you have found any Dr. Frankenstein, uh, references in this movie to Silas and Cyborg, or even in comics, let us know. Find us on all social media at DCEU minutes and the Facebook group, the DC cinematic minute listener society. Talk to us about today's minute or any minutes you guys are catching up on, don't forget we also have a review for The Suicide Squad you can check out. It's a two-and-a-half-hour episode. The movie's only two hours and 12 minutes, so it's longer than the actual movie. Every it, time. Every frickin' time we do these things. Every time. Uh, it's a huge episode. It came out just a couple days ago. If you're listening to today's episode, check it out, and we'll check you guys out tomorrow for minute number 82 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.